Hey, where beat the bots? I'm Brianna Lynn. And I'm Ezra. And we are here to share stories about our crazy work experiences. Join us and our guests while we talk about our experiences getting, keeping, and leaving jobs. And we'll be sharing our tips and tricks too. If you like us, give us a follow on TikTok at Beat the Bots and on Instagram at Beat the Bots Resume. Or you can find us on our website at BeatTheBotsResume.com. Got a story to share and want us to read it on the pod or be our guest? Email us with your stories to podcast at BeatTheBotsResume.com. And please let us know if it's okay to share. We'll want to get access to cool extras and help buy us a coffee or treats for Courtney, my cat. Or even tacos for Brianna Life. We have a Patreon now. Check us out on Patreon.com forward slash BeatTheBotsResume. If you like what we're doing, give us a good review. And if your friend is telling you a fucked up work story, tell that friend to write into us. Today we have a guest, one of my friends from my undergrad studies. Welcome, Philip. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. It has been too long since we FaceTimed. So where do we know each other from? Uh, We met whenever we both were attending Austin Community College. I was 19 and you were 25 at the time. Oh my God. And we're both a little bit older. Not much. Though. Yeah. I'm now the same age as you were. No, no, you're young. So you have had a lot of crazy jobs over the years. You've worked in retail. You have worked for crazy companies. You recently worked in California for a while. I guess what was the biggest difference that you noticed between California and Texas as far as work and work culture went? For me, the difference was the surprisingly for such a corrupt, corrupted company, uh, the coworkers were so nice and chill. There was no drama, but it was the management that was all over the place and leading us on. And so that was something different because usually, at least in Texas, I've had a lot of situations where it was just drama with the coworkers. Yeah. And so that's the difference that I saw. That's interesting. And I I worked briefly in California when I got out of the military also, but there was a lot of drama because it was a small company. It was like an HOA and they were basically the devil. They were a property management company. So you mentioned that that company, tell me about the craziest stuff about that company. We'll, We'll redact their name. What did this company do? So this company was a debt resolution firm. They claimed that they would help people eliminate their debt, get them out of debt, and they promised legal representation if you were sued by your creditors or the people that you owed money. They said, don't worry, don't pay your accounts. Let them go delinquent. That makes it easier for us to fight it. And they're basically having these people pay a monthly fee as like the retainer agreement because they're demographic of most of clients they had like low income bad credit so they were pretty desperate to be held and so they said okay this is your retainer fee it's a percentage of all the debt that you owe um, and we're going to spread that out in monthly payments and um, you should see results in 18 to 24 months oh my god by the time that (laughs) period is over that company will be long gone. They will declare bankruptcy. And yeah, so I worked as an account manager at this firm and I would take phone calls and every single call was negative. It was like, you guys aren't really fighting for me. I've been sued. No lawyer has contacted me. I called and y'all said y'all would help me. 
and no one's called back. I have court tomorrow or I had court yesterday and now I'm going to get a judgment. And we were basically used as like frontline, you know, we were taking all the hits. It's like I was having to answer for why the lawyer wasn't doing their job or why a certain department wasn't doing their job. And it's like, I have no control over this. And I soon realized this company was just a scam. Like these people were being taken advantage of. And yeah, this was, they kept being transferred from company to company. Once one company went bankrupt, then another company took over. And it's all the same, it's all the same people under different. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you worked there very briefly, but I remember you telling me two things that stuck out in my mind that they weren't paying you. And that you got a you got a pizza party, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So <laughs> all of the times that I got paid there, I worked there for like three months. Um every time it was payday, they wouldn't tell us until the day of. They they would tell us in the early in the week, like, hey, you guys are gonna be paid on Friday, woohoo, and then <laughs> come Friday, crickets from management. And Everyone would be like demanding, when are we getting paid? How are we getting paid? And then finally, they would call us all to a meeting and be like, okay, guys, so we can't promise that you're being paid today. You were supposed to, but assets have been frozen. We're in court. We have an emergency hearing. It's like, (laughs) yeah, right. Like you knew this from the beginning and you you don't want to tell us until the day of because you want us to work and take those calls and collect money from these poor people. And one of the days that they were like, okay, we're not paying you today. You'll get paid Monday. We'll issue the checks for the main lawyer in the firm. He bought us all pizza. And I'm like, wow, so you can buy us pizza, but you can't pay us. (laughs) Their assets are frozen. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know how they got this pizza. And it was every single payday. And each payday we got paid from a different company it was weird it's it said like new company on every single paycheck it has to be the money laundering yeah well you said that there was a like a lawyer or someone with a briefcase that showed up one time right so it was during my training week that i was there <laughs> um yeah oh my god you should have left <laughs> first impression me and a coworker showed up and there was like multiple people with briefcases and there was police as well. And we were like, what's going on? <laughs> and the management at the firm was like, oh, don't worry about it. But then everyone started um, freaking out because that was the first time that they started having payment issues. And so all in the same day, these suspicious people came to the office. People weren't getting paid. And so everyone was like, we need to know what's going on. So they they basically created a town hall. They always called it town hall meetings. And they finally sat down there like, okay, guys, we are being sued be- um, because I forgot how they worded it. They were just like, we're a part of this lawsuit because we have accounts from the previous law firm. And so they're coming after the accounts that we have from the previous law firm. And even though it was, all the same thing. And so they were like, don't worry, everything is under control. But just a bunch of other sketchy things started happening ever since. Like they weren't paying the rent for the office space. It was just a whole mess. That's so crazy. Yeah, I remember you were telling me about that at the time because you had just moved to California and you took 
I've made this mistake before where you take the first job that you're offered because yeah. you have to pay rent. And I just remember within like two weeks of you getting this job, we were like Googling the laws about how if they don't pay you on time, they owe you $100 a day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. I made a ton of YouTube videos about my experience. Like I didn't say the name of the law firm, but I was just like, look at this is what's going on. And people are like, oh my God, this is crazy. And they were like, you have all this knowledge. You should start your own thing. And I was like, yeah, I should. We're going to plug that at the end. But basically what that company did, if they actually did their job, it does work for some people, but they never filed anything because they're fraudulent as fuck. Yeah, I did try to, I put in wage claims with the Department of Labor in California and they reached out to us or me and they were like, yeah, we can try and, you know, get funds for you from them. But since they went through bankruptcy, there's nothing, we can't promise anything. So uh, yeah, because the money, I guess, disappeared somehow. That is so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brianna Lynn is back with her pasta. Are there any other stories about that place that really stick out in your mind? There is a guy in charge. Who, he's been a part of every single company that this law firm has been named, I guess. And he was just like pumping everyone up. He was like, yeah, we're going to fight back. We're, we're done being played around. Like he was just putting on a show, making people think he was on our side. And he was like, get the ring doorbell from the front of the office. And everyone was like, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, so basically he grabbed the ring doorbell. He's like, we're not going to be spied on anymore by these people. Like, and he said, bring the hammer. (laughs) And he started smashing the ring doorbell and just being like, yeah, we're taking back our privacy. And And everyone was like, yeah. And I was just like, Y'all realize this is a game. This is so manipulative and this is so chaotic. (laughs) It was so ridiculous. I was like, that's so funny. What the hell? So I basically started acting out. I was like, you know what? If they're not going to pay us, I'm going to show up whenever I want. I'm going to stay home whenever I want. I'm not going to come in or tell anybody. I showed up one time. It was like, so work started at like 9.30, One time I showed up at like 12 or 1 p.m. And they were having another town hall meeting. And I just showed up with Starbucks in my hand. I I really did not care. And like the office manager looked at me like, what the heck? And so basically I was like, I'm just going to ride this out until they fire me. Since they don't want to pay me. um, I'm just going to ride this out until they fire me. And then I can collect unemployment. And basically that's, that's what I did. That's amazing. And you didn't have any problems with your unemployment claim, right? Because they let you go, essentially. It took a while for me to get it, though, because they were they thought I was filing unemployment for my last employer in tech. And oh. I was like, no, I'm filing for a company I work for in California. Well, they didn't see that I worked for them. So they had to get proof of, like, pay stubs. And I was like, this is all I have from them. And you're like, I didn't even get paid. <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, We're going to reach out to them because we want to know what their side of the story is. Well, no one was answering the phone because this was a new company by now. Uh, And so basically I had to wait 
I think it was like 14 or 21 days for them to respond to them. And since they didn't respond, they allowed me to deployment. But if they're going to try and get that money from them, I don't know how they're going to get it. No. <laughs> we actually, the, um, a similar, well, not that crazy, but a, a, another situation happened to Brown Alain where her previous employer that laid her off, they wouldn't respond. And so we have the template where it's an email that you like send whatever email that you can reach. And you're like, hey, just confirming that my last dates of employment were, you know, such and such. And I was laid off. And that way you can provide that to the unemployment office, because a lot of times they just fucking ghost you. Your situation is insane. It was a whole joke. It's almost funny. It's horrible. Yeah, it was such a joke that like I had a coworker that was like, I hope that we're on this on the show, like that jury show that was like that one man didn't know he was on a show. He thought he was doing jury duty and he was really being set up like there were hidden cameras and it was like this wild case and they wanted to get his reaction. So I had a coworker that was like, I hope that's what's happening to us. I hope we're on the jury or whatever that's called. And I'm like, yeah, right. (laughs) I don't see any cameras. No, except the one that that guy murdered. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> the ring doorbell. I remember you were, because you were interviewing at a few other places. Do you remember that really bad phone interview that you had? Oh, Can you tell me? Gosh. Yes. So <laughs> pretty much, I my friend Priscilla in California, she's a like, she's a home health care person. She makes pretty good money from it. So I was like, oh, what if I do it? Because the client that she had that we knew was really chill. I was like, let me look into that. There was this company in Santa Ana, California. I forgot what their name was, but I set up an interview with them. And uh, I guess she saw my, the hiring lady, the HR lady, saw that my resume had all this Austin Texas stuff in it. And so she sent me a text. It was like, this is for California location, not Texas, which I'm just like, I don't know why she's assuming I'm still in Texas. Like, yeah, my resume has all this Texas stuff, but like, people move. So pretty much was waiting for the interview to start. I never got a call. And so I called and I was like, hi, my name's Philip. We have an interview. And she was like, why didn't she answer my text? And I was like, what do you mean? I looked at your, te- I looked at the text. There was no like, hey, Philip, just to confirm, are you in California? Question mark. Or like, it just seemed like an automated response. Like, just so you know this, like, it didn't seem like a person yeah. was texting me. And so I was like, yeah, I didn't respond to it because you didn't ask me any questions. You just made a statement. Why would, what do you mean? Like, I didn't text you back. And she was just like, when I said the text didn't even seem like a person, she's like, oh, well, I guess I'm not a person. What? Like, she was just giving me, yeah, she was just giving me so much attitude and I was being nice. And she was like, you didn't answer my text. So yeah, that's why I didn't call you. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, this is clearly just a misunderstanding. I would like to proceed with the interview. And she was like, oh, are you, are you going to keep arguing with me about it? (laughs) And so I was like, and so I literally went off on her. I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. And I hung up the phone (laughs) and I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Like, it's so bizarre. I have never yeah, I've never been treated like that in a job interview. I was like, what kind of people? And I know why they're acting that way. Because they're franchised. So they're their own bosses. Okay. So they they just feel like they can treat people however they want. That's 
yeah crazy bonker balls yeah so then i would have probably snapped a lot sooner yeah no i was just like you know what the bridge i guess is already burned because i didn't answer her text message so you know what fuck fuck this woman i'm just like (laughs) what's with the assumption like i never changed my number i still had my texas number so a lot of people were like are you are you in california i see you have a different area code i'm like dude the LA and surrounding areas are full of so many people who are from all over the world. Like most people probably don't have a California area code who live there because they're from somewhere else. I'm like, everyone is just assuming that I'm still in Texas just because my area code is a Texas one or my resume has Texas jobs in it. It's like people are so dumb and they make assumptions. It's like, yeah, have you heard of starting fresh and like moving somewhere? Which is so funny because both of us have area codes that don't match our current state. And I've never gotten that issue. The closest to that I've gotten, definitely not related to job stuff, is like when I like people ask me for my number and assume the area code that everyone down here has. But I did have issues similar when I moved from Philadelphia to this area where my resume had a lot of Philly stuff. And I had um, a hard time getting people. I mean, my resume formatting was ass too, but I had a hard time getting people to reach out to me. And I wouldn't be surprised at the fact that I had a lot of Pennsylvania stuff played into the fact. Which is so dumb. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, what is going on with California? Like, isn't California supposed to be like this great place? Everyone says it's so much better. Not Orange County. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah. Orange County. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because I I used to live in San Diego and I loved San Diego. And then you told me you were moving to Orange County. And I was like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. um, San Diego, I've been to San Diego and I'm like, this is pretty chill. This reminds me of Austin. Like there was much more green than Orange County or L.A. There's one green square in L.A. that's not a golf course. (laughs) It is a hellhole. Do you have any other crazy stories? from anywhere that you've ever worked. I know you've done like a ton of retail. I know that you did a video recently about running into an actor from That's So Raven. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I I worked for a large department store an that pays their Yeah, that pays their employees commission. Yeah. Um yeah, I dealt with some interesting people, really snobby people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have there were some people I worked with that weren't bad, but like that kind of environment you do there are people that just are above their head they think they're all that i'm like where should i begin (laughs) but yeah there was a time where this actor from that so raven um was in the store and he was talking to me and he distracted me from a good sale that i was supposed to have and because he spent a lot of time just like blabbering and going off on tangents about all these weird things I missed out on that good sale because I was stuck at the register with him. Yeah. And there's been different celebrities who have shopped there. No no one that I was like, oh my God, like I want to meet this person or like I got to meet this celebrity. No no one like that. Yeah. Yeah, Fighting for commission is not fun um, because it brings out traits in people. But I I did work with uh, a woman who claimed to be an attorney and she had been licensed in other states but she never got her texas license oh my God. so she was arrested for practicing law without a license in texas oh my. she was on the news oh that's spicy yeah her mugshot was on the news <laughs> and i was just like 
that doesn't surprise me because she she seemed like such a bullshitter. Like there was just something about her that was just too good to be true. Like yeah. she attracted a lot of customers. Like clientele just loved her yeah. um, because she know she knows how to talk to people. She knows how to talk you up and um, engage with you. Um, she's very skilled at that. But I just felt like she told a lot of bullshit stories, and I was just like, mm, I'm sure there's truth to your story, but you just seem like you're putting a spin to it that's too good to be yeah. true. And so it did not surprise me that she got arrested for not having a license and practicing law. I was like, well, of <laughs> course, I knew she was full of shit. <laughs> that's insane. Oh, my God. Yeah. How many fun stories from when this is way back in the day, but when you worked at that one store? I worked there since I was 16 until I was 19. Yeah. I would say, like, I got to work with pretty interesting people but there wasn't really that anything that crazy that i remember there was one time i was new uh there was i don't know if there was pizza or some other type of food but i it was late at night and the store was about to close and i was like okay i'm leaving and i decided to take like a little bit of food with me like i didn't take a lot i just made a plate yeah. and this one crazy coworker was like you're going to take that food just like that? And I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, what's wrong with that? And he was like, that's fucked up. Okay. And I was like, excuse me? Like, why are you going off on me? Because I'm taking like a, an extra bite with that's me. Fucked up. You're stealing. Um, that, so that was some drama with a, yeah, that was some drama with a coworker. But other than that, there wasn't anything really that memorable about working. I know when I left, I did a little like, photo shoot where I was flipping off just as like a little funny rebellious thing and so I have that picture of me flipping it as like a goodbye <laughs> good riddance I love that for you were you working there when we knew each other yes, yeah I feel like I, I remember was. that photo shoot only for I was there for like probably three more yeah. months after we met each other yeah because we were in that awful economics class together <laughs> Yeah, which I'm thinking about retaking because I want to get a better grade. Yeah, I believe in you. You know, it's easier to go back to school when you're a little bit older and you have a little bit more discipline. So no. I think you can do it. Yeah, That's my fun. problem was being able to concentrate. Yeah, yeah, that I think, um, which was so crazy because my doctor this last year was like, oh, I'm so surprised you got such good grades in college with your ADHD. <laughs> And I said, excuse me? That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, when were you going to tell me? And she was like, oh, you didn't know? No. No, I didn't know. I could have been medicated and done much better in school this whole time. And I, um, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> I'm thinking of definitely like before I go back, like I want to go back in the summer. Um, I'm thinking of definitely if I need any medication before I go to back to school then i'm gonna make sure that happens yeah. because i just remember how tough it was for me to be able to focus and study and retain information yeah i really had to like brute force it like i studied quite a bit especially for that um that class you should definitely record the lectures like you did in economics i think that's why i did well honestly um did you just like listen to them while I, after... while I took my crazy notes yeah <laughs> my books and books okay that's what i should do. yeah the way i remember lines when i'm in things is i record them and then i play them when i sleep 
So that might help. Oh. Be retained. I think my like a fact or something. My thing is every single bald teacher that I've had has been so confusing. Like I never understand bald teachers <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> Both of my economics teachers were bald. Yeah. Ooh, he also, our economics teacher also did that really creepy trick where he subluxed his shoulder. And I was like, sir, why are you doing that in this classroom? It's so gross. I remember uh, this guy that sat in front of us was cheating on the test. Like he had his phone in his hand and he was like trying to cheat. And the professor let him finish his test. But I guess he had a talk with him after because that kid never showed up. I'm like, oh, he probably dropped the class. Yeah, probably. This is totally a tangent. But do you remember that one kid that spilled coffee all over your MacBook? What are we supposed to be yes. studying? <laughs> and he was he was also full of shit. Do you remember him talking about like I own uh I own businesses and he was he was like just making up stories. Yeah. Like he was like I'm like, you're yeah. 18, you're crazy. Um Yeah, pathological. Yeah, life. and he was like he was like real cagey, like but he spilled coffee all over your laptop. He didn't even I don't think he even said sorry. It was just like I was like, well, if you're so rich, yeah. then you can buy me a new Mac. <laughs> Do you have any other weird stuff that's happened to you with work or looking for work? Or- oh, just that, like, at the department store that I worked at for commission. Yeah. This, um, the there was just so much drama. Like, this one coworker, I was apparently in her way so she grabbed me and physically moved me out of her way so she could help a customer and I was like what the hell I reported her to HR and then she started talking mess about me to people because I reported her to HR and so I had to report her again for like retaliating and like it was like weeks later and she was still talking about it so I had to report her again and nothing ever happened I was like these this store does not take HR complaints very seriously. We always say HR is not your bestie. They're not your bestie. They yeah, yeah, for themselves, yeah. unfortunately. I remember I re- HR sucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and there are HR professionals that I'm sure are great at their job and really do care. But holy shit, when I was working at that bakery in Austin, I reported a crazy homophobe. She was so mean, and um, HR was like. Oh, okay. <laughs> they don't do anything about it. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm quitting. So, yeah, it was not, yeah, it was not cool. Yeah. So to circle back to the debt resolution company, something good did come out of that for you, right? Yes. So I decided, I was like, you know, these people, they don't know any better. Yeah, they like, have. they're naive and they're ignorant to how this process really works. They're just paying for someone to do what they very well could do themselves for free. Yeah. Um, except for the legal representation part, if, if you get sued and you have a summons and you have to appear in court, it might help you to have a lawyer who can negotiate on your behalf, but you pretty much could still do that yourself. So I decided, I was like, why don't I create a website that teaches people how to dispute their own debt? They would be doing what they were paying thousands of dollars at a law firm to do, but they could do it themselves for free. So I created a website called self debt dispute because 
I wanted to create a course that would teach people what to do when you owe a debt and you want to dispute it. And it comes with templates that people can use to send to their creditors, to the credit bureaus as well. There's even links to the individual credit bureau sites because you can actually submit disputes electronically. It can all be done online. You don't have to send letters. But yeah, I, I... I decided I wanted to create a service that taught people this because I just saw so much corruption. And I was like, if only these people knew what they were really paying for, they would not they would not be paying this law firm. Yeah, that's really awesome. And so that's a really important thing. Yeah, because like, you know, I love educating people about like anything, everything. (laughs) It could be about bugs. It could be about resumes. I just, I love it. But yeah, that's really, really awesome to make that not only transparent, but also financially accessible. So yeah, uh, I I know that it's like the beginning of this. I still have a lot to learn about the debt resolution process. I wouldn't consider myself a super expert, but I've learned enough from working in that type of industry to be able to tell people what I know. And what I know, I believe, can be helpful. So I'm glad about that. But I know that over time, it might grow into something that I don't expect. It could expand. It could, who knows? But Stone to Achieve right now is just getting it out there and letting people know that it exists. Absolutely. But that's really, really awesome. Because I know you've done tons of random stuff. Like, I, I know you've done real estate and you've done drone footage for real estate companies. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool niche things that you can do. And I always tell people to check out their local small business development commission because they will point you in the right direction. Yeah, especially going into an industry like this, it's definitely important that I let people know like, hey, I'm not taking over your debt resolution process. I'm just teaching you how you can fight it yourself and I'm not promising results. It may or may not work, but at least you have the power in your hands and you have more control over your process than blindly trusting um, yeah. a big scam for thousands of dollars. Like, what would you rather do? Yeah, there's so much deregulation with business. I It's so crazy a business can operate like that. And it's like playing whack-a-mole, right? Trying to get rid of these crazy scam companies. I hope that they don't exist anymore soon, but somehow I doubt that's not going to be the case. I have been wanting to check in on them under their new, uh, just to see how things have gone. Like how are things now? Yeah, I still have to find out, but I just feel like bankruptcy protects these companies. Like, because they know that's their, that's their escape route is, Oh, let me just declare bankruptcy and claim I have no money. And they probably send all that money that they've made to a foreign country. Yeah. I'm sure it's something that, like, if people haven't already gone to prison for already, I'm pretty sure in the future there will be people going to prison for all of this. Yeah. And then you can see the documentary. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And people will be like, how did we let this happen in 2023? But yeah, you'd be surprised. Is there anything else that you are working on besides the debt resolution education site? That you want to plug? Well, I'm doing apartment locating now in the real... I still have my real estate license. Um, You're not practicing without a license? Oh, yeah. Unlike my ex-coworker, <laughs> you won't see my mugshot in the news. Yeah. But, <laughs> but 
But anyway, yeah, that's something that I'm doing now. There's pros and cons though for working for yourself. It's very easy to not work when you work for yourself. And then you're like, oh, I'm making no money. And it's like, I wonder why. (laughs) My problem is actually that I want to work too much. And my boyfriend is like, you need to put your laptop away because it's the weekend. Mm -hmm. and You need to chill. I was talking to my small business development mentor lady. And she was like, if you can see a problem that you can find a solution for, you can sell that solution. That's what being an entrepreneur is all about. So that's definitely a really predatory industry. And it'd be really cool if you can educate a lot of people and put that into their own hands instead of paying whatever the fuck company (laughs) you are working at. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I should probably... um... Since my website is launching in January, I should probably have some catchphrase that's like, don't trust predatory companies, take my course. (laughs) Were you planning on doing any discount codes or anything like that that I can plug? Yes, I'm thinking I should probably do like half off as a promo code for the first First few months or so, Um, just so that way people can try it out. Yeah. Send me that code and I'll put it in the show notes. Sweet. Yes, I'll do that. That's awesome. Well, so nice catching up with you and your crazy life. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. I love being on podcast. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Also, check out Philip on what what uh, what's the podcast? Um, you look nice. Fabulously, Philip. There's also that one. Oh, you look. Yeah, yeah I, I did a podcast for a little while. I haven't really posted in a while, but it's fabulously Philip fabulously spelled with a ph yeah just like philip but uh, i've also been on this podcast called you look good by abraham alvarado yeah. um i've been a guest twice so yeah that is something and then you have a youtube channel yes my channel name is philip omar but my series is called fabulously yeah. Philip. all right is there anything else that you want to add before we sign off no but this was fun, this was fun. i enjoyed getting to talk about the drama <laughs> the if you if you have any updates or anything else crazy happens. I hope that you have like nothing too crazy, you know. But if you have any other updates, you should definitely come back. We would love to have you. Yeah, my new job is going to be patient observation in hospitals. So I'll probably have some crazy stories. Medical field is crazy. So I love medical stories. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a phrase at the end of every show. We say, because fuck them. That's why. If you want to join us. Wait, one, two, three. Cause fuck them. That's why. (laughs) Thank you. Bye.